Hey, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. This week is episode four, and we are talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. My name is Matt Tapia, and I'm here with our guy-girl Santa panel, Cameron. Hello. Nicole. Hey. Santa. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for saving so, the bird there. <laughs> and we do have a special guest today, Mrs. Tyler. Hi. Thanks Mrs. for having me on your podcast. Mrs. Tyler uh, joined the fun today to watch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Tyler, what do you think? Okay, so I, I'm not into the comic book stuff like these guys are, and girl, um, and Santa. So I still don't really get why we have to have a new Spider-Man every couple of years. I get it in the sense that you have to renew the franchise or whatever. And so coming in, I thought it was really stupid because I, for me, Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man, even though the second and third movies kind of sucked of his. Like, I didn't even see the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans because I didn't think they counted. And so I went into this like very apprehensive, but I really, really liked it. Santa, do you want to break down the whole why we have to have so many Spider-Man movies? So the, the, the thing is, Marvel, back in the early 90s, started selling off their, their properties for, like, for movie rights, basically, uh, to some of their characters. Like Fox got X-Men and Fantastic Four, Sony got Spider-Man, and nobody wanted Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. Just at the time, they were like B-list heroes. Uh, and, and the main stipulation of the contracts were you have to use these properties, like uh, over, you know, like once every couple of years or, or it reverse back to Marvel. Uh, the, the whole Spider-Man thing with Sony and, and Marvel, it just seemed, it, it, to me it seemed quick, just, but uh, because of how bad Amazing Spider-Man 2 was, and then Sony had that hacking thing, and then they were like, well, you know, we, we need to, how do we recover? Oh, everybody wants Spider-Man with Marvel, so let's, let's reach well, out to Marvel and have them help us make a good Spider-Man movie. I mean, Marvel was running away with it, so at this yeah. point in time, I mean, Sony couldn't really compete, could they? They still could, because Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man makes a ton of money on merchandise sales. And that's why Sony is, is really wants to keep the Spider-Man property because Spider-Man is the most uh, he's up there with Batman. Uh, Batman's a little more, excuse a little older. Spider-Man kids love him. So but if they, think about it, all the Spider-Man costumes, the yeah. Spider-Man masks. Because he's yeah. a, the character's backpacks. a kid. Yeah, the character's mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Batman teenagers and you know adults and but Spider-Man can you know the kids all the way up to adults. So it's like uh, they're almost even with that. Uh, and with Sony owns the Spider-Man property, so they, they get all the money from all the toys and all the merchandising and stuff. Nicole, was Tobey Maguire your first Spider-Man, or was it Andrew Garfield? Tobey Maguire was my first Spider-Man. I remember I was pretty young when I saw him, but um, I never even saw the Andrew Garfield ones. But I have seen a few other iterations of Spider-Man, the, the animated ones most especially, so it, it wasn't totally tied in my head that Spider-Man was Tobey Maguire. I, I embraced Tom Holland. I think he's a good Spider-Man. He's a good Peter Parker. So, but we're, are, are we now past the whole Sony has it? Because, I mean, they did the whole Sony Paramount in the beginning, and then it was definitely a Marvel Studio film. It was, Marvel had 
input. It's still a Sony thing. Sony still put it out. They're the one that uh, published it. And so it's uh, and it's still their property going forward. Marvel's just there with their creative input. They, they couldn't have made it any more clear that they want to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though. Yeah. Yeah, everybody they wants that money. Does Marvel have any, like, enforcement power to be like, no, you can't do this thing that we think would be bad for our franchise? As long as it doesn't affect any of their characters. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, you can do what you want with Spider-Man, but... but you can't make him kill yeah. Vision. Or yeah, if, they, yeah. if they cast a new Iron Man to play in that movie that wasn't... Well, that would be the worst mistake it's in the, the same, entire world. <laughs> it's the same kind of mess they ran into with X-Men too, right? Where they wanted to have certain characters sort of meet, but you couldn't do it. Like the Quicks, or diff, different, or, like uh, Quicksilver, they, they could have Quicksilver, but they couldn't call him Quicksilver. Yeah, there's yeah. like a grayer between with the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So they Technically, they are mutants, but they were more Avengers than... So. So Cameron, I assume you've seen at least the Tobey Maguire ones. Did you see the Andrew Garfield one? I saw the first Andrew Garfield one. I didn't see the second one because everyone just said it was horrible. And mm -hmm. so I decided to save my $10. But um, yeah, I really liked Tobey Maguire um, a lot. I thought the, the first Andrew Garfield one was like a solid you know, plot and solid actors and not great writing. I think it was like they, they tried to over-explain it. Um, but I like this one a lot for sure. What were your expectations going into this one? Um, I assumed it would be better because Marvel was, you know, having input in terms of... Because so much of what was wrong, from what I've heard about it, so much of what was wrong with the second Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was just really, really poor motivations for the characters. Like, why is Jamie Foxx mad? Why does he want to beat Spider-Man? Like, none of it made sense apparently. And so, just basic, you know, here's how you write characters, and here's how you give them motivations, and here's how you move a plot forward. It's, it seems like, you know, they know how to do that. They've never messed that up in any of their movies, you know, even though they've had different highs and lows in all of them. I was definitely expecting something 180 degrees different from what was before. Mm -hmm. uh, just because even the second iteration with Garfield, they, they, they still... They, where Aunt May and Uncle Ben were, or his parents, or family was sort of important, so it was more of him sort of kind of figuring out things, and the family sort of kind of looming and all of it. Uh, but, but this was definitely a whole lot different than what we've seen before, but I think I kind of, kind of in a good way. Yeah. Tyler, what was your expectations going in? I, I'm just happy it wasn't another origin story. Like, if I have to see how Spider-Man became Spider-Man one more time, like, I... Enough of that. Or Uncle Ben getting shot at. Yeah, yeah it's like, it could he's dead, give it a rest. Yeah. Uncle Ben's death is probably the most, like, I'm known. Sorry, Batman's parents. Yeah, Bat Uncle, yeah it's, it's second to Batman's parents in terms of the, a scene that any person on the street could remember, even if they know nothing about any other aspect of the character. I don't, I don't even think they mentioned Uncle Ben's name once this whole They, they mentioned something like he was talking to his friend and he was like, you know, Aunt May's had a hard time. Yeah. The things that happened, but mm -hmm. yeah, there was no mention of specific. Yeah. I think, that I think probably, the good thing was that you're just supposed to know. Yeah, I didn't even catch that reference, but that's definitely. Yeah. What I think it was definitely about. intentional for them not to say the words Uncle Ben. Yeah, but um, I I did like that. This is a young Spider-Man. Like this is the youngest we've seen him, right? Because like you said, the Tobey Maguire was 
He was like a senior in high school. He just graduated, just graduated right? yeah. a senior. And uh, be a college the Andrew student. Garfield one was in college, right? Uh, yep. Still high school, please. Oh, really? Yeah, so okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. But he didn't. He seemed old. He seemed yeah. like an adult. Who well, he was. Look, still it's because he's school. like twenty-eight or thirty yeah, years yeah. old. The actor. Yeah. Like, this. This. He, he was actually very believable that he was in high school. Right, and he acted like it. You know, he was so, supposed to be a sophomore in high school, and like. He was worrying about sophomore and high school things. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that that was good that, you know, I was making a joke that it's like a millennial Spider-Man because, you know, always on his phone. They, like, showed the texting bubbles, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he had him, like, worry about typical high school kids' stuff, which yeah, is yeah. good because yeah. when you're a high schooler, sometimes the only thing you're worried about is, like, girls and whatever. So so this is a reminder to our podcast listeners, a spoiler full, not spoiler-free podcast. But yes, uh, they did I spoil something? No, 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 no. but we're gonna we're gonna talk about spoilers. Yes. So Uncle Ben dies. If you haven't seen now learning that, if you haven't seen the movie, pause it and then come back and then regroup. So, uh, so timeline of how this kind of all fit in because we we have met the Spider Man before in uh, Captain America: Three Civil War, and it's so you already know he's young and he's you know, of a younger high school age. Um, and then I guess the movie story kind of started off with, actually even started off further than that, didn't it? Uh, it started out right after the first Avengers movie ended. It showed like the train station where Hulk crashed into it. It showed the bombed out Avengers Tower and like lower Manhattan. So like that was the first scene in the movie right there. They actually started, yes, they started with that in order to build up the villain, Mm -hmm. uh, and then they flash forward sort of eight years years later, later, post-Captain America Civil War. Mm -hmm. Um, So so yeah, I guess at that point in time, they didn't really show Tobey Maguire, or not Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man, Tom Holland, uh, in the the flash backwards or or whatever, flashback. in interviews uh, leading up, Tom Holland mentions that, oh, yeah, Spider-Man, or Peter Parker, was in Iron Man 2. There, was he? There, no. There's, there's a little, there's a, yeah, there's a little scene in Iron Man 2 where there's a little little boy, and he points at Iron Man. Oh, really? And, and, and the, Tom Holland was trying to say, oh, that, that was Peter Parker. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, that's kind of stretching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, so that's... Another thing that Marvel does really cool is they have built this universe and they use the universe they built to continue to build other movies. They try to tie everything together. Right. Uh, yeah. So there was a tie-in from the very, very first Avengers movie such that, you know, the aliens came. I don't even remember what they were. The Chitauri. The ones that, the that Loki got. Yeah. 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 And they destroyed, you know, uh, New York. Uh Avengers Tower was definitely decimated in some sort of way, and lo and behold, there was some alien technology that sort of just kind of got left in the ruins, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where we sort of introduced to Michael Keaton's character, Tombs, Tomes, how tombs. do you say it, Santa, do you know? Tomes, they call them Tombs, I believe. Tombs, Tombs, or whatever. Aaron Tombs. Aaron. Vincent? I thought it was Vincent. I could be wrong. So, they always refer to him as Tombs. Santa, can you quickly yeah. just sum up what what that prequel was, or that Pre- not prequel but flashback of it was? A flashback of uh, uh, Vincent Tombs' character. To him, 
they're collecting all the alien tech because uh, they're a salvage company basically and then this new uh, offshoot of shield comes in and they take over damage control department uh, of damage control yeah damage control is an actual uh entity in the comics they uh they might actually just started because of this they uh they, they're the cleanup crew and like kind of like the men in black yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, like later the the cleanup crew that comes great in. And, and uh, <laughs> uh that, if you haven't checked up episode three, <laughs> that guy goes down. They neuralize everybody. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, they didn't neuralize that guy but, hard enough. But but Michael Keaton's crew was in charge of it, and uh, then the Department of Damage Control came in. They're the little men, you know. They're like they because they it's, it's their job to clean this up, and they you know overextended themselves because they bought a bunch of trucks, they hired all these people, and then government comes in and just like takes over everything. And talk about ways to not make enemies. All she had to do in that moment is, don't worry, we'll pay for all the yeah, investment, okay. which is what an actual government agency would do if they come in and kick somebody off a job. It's like, we'll cover your costs, but we're handling they it. They were almost kind of like dicks about it. Yeah, they were like, huge She was dicks. very authoritative, but then yeah. there was like some other guy that just... Hey, sorry, your company's going to go bankrupt because we decided to take your job from you. Yeah, whoops. Yeah. Sorry. But... So I think this is a good lead into, what is this guy's motive is it just to make money? Tunes? So, I think so, but they did a poor job of yeah, illustrating well, well, that. I mean, they, it's to make money to to provide for his family. Yeah. Uh, his daughter, but his family has plenty. Because he, because because he provided for yeah, them. Yeah, but, okay. They, they they had isn't everybody's motive in life to provide for yeah, the family? And then eight like, years later, this we guy see, really did. We he provided, like, like hell for his family. Yeah. See, yeah, he said he put everything on the line, so he, he may have taken out, like, a... Like, he might have refinanced or taken on another mortgage or something just to... Yeah. See, I, I wanted to see that. I yeah. wanted to, like... I need, I need. If I'm going to have a villain, I need that, to understand why they're a villain. It would have helped if they made they it seem like, hey, I've, I've got an eight-year-old daughter that's, you know... I need to see him in the bread line. shoes. You know, I need to see young... What's her name? Liz, like, Liz. fighting... Which they probably should have, because, yeah. if, like, if it is eight years, like, a, an eight-year-old girl versus a 17-year-old girl, Look very different, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that wouldn't have ruined the spoiler. But if right, but it, but if they had shown his daughter and she had been mixed, mixed race, race, that would have been a big tip off. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not sure I would have caught it. Yeah. But you know, but again, yeah. I mean, they could have done that, or they could, or they could have just showed like it. the shadow of a child. They, they, <laughs> they could have showed him like you know leaving his house and he has yeah. all these bills to pay. They could have just shown her bedroom, too, and it could have been the... Or he just walks into that scene with somebody from the bank breathing down his neck, being like, yo, you're past due. Sorry, honey, can't make dinner She could have just been drawing pictures of Tony Stark and said, isn't, you know, Iron Man just the coolest and everything? Because clearly... That was her drawing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. They did one thing wrong. (laughs) So, but flash forward to just... uh, Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker's character, and he is sort of now kind of embracing the fact that he is—he's Spider-Man now. He got to be part of the Avengers. He did definitely did the millennial thing where he's Snapchatting himself, you know, fighting. They even kind of showed that fight at the uh, air, yeah, they showed airport like hangar. alternate cuts of that airport hangar, fight. which I thought was a nice tie-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, but he's definitely still not an Avenger. He's no. still, like, mm-hmm. I think, a sophomore. He wants to sophomore be. Sophomore, no. He's a sophomore. Yeah. He definitely 15, wants to be. 15, yeah. He he has uh, John Favreau's character, Happy, 
uh, who's I guess what Tony Stark's assistant, yeah. sort of on standby or whatever. Right man. He's got the suit and he's just sort of kind of doing small time superhero stuff. So. I would have kind of liked to see the the video diary Snapchat portion kind of start to play more into the rest of the movie. I think that was kind of interesting to see the fights and stuff from his perspective, and it would have been a nice way to frame a few things. I bet if there's a DVD that there'll be an extra Mm -hmm. or a digital download. And it would make sense because, like, in the cartoons and comics, you know, from a bygone era in the 90s, uh, he, you know, when he became a photographer later, he would like, you know, set up his camera before he, b- before any action uh, happened, and the right, camera yeah. would be timed to like take pictures of him fighting bad guys, yeah. so that he could sell it to the Daily Planet. So or, that was is that the right Daily Planet, Planet, the uh, Daily Bugle, Daily, Daily Bugle, Bugle. Sorry. which had no appearance in this. No, because yeah, why thing with yeah. JJ. No, no, that's Jameson that's that's or, the third movie. Yeah, journalism stay, guys. Sorry. Yeah, he's definitely going to be yelled at by a blogger. Yeah, I, I did take offense to that blogger dig at the end, though. What was the blogger There's dig? only real, when Tony Stark is like, there are only real reporters in there, not bloggers. I was like, <laughs> I looked around, like, waiting for you all to react, and you all were just like, you know, looking at the movie screen. I was like, come on, guys. Like, Sorry. Whatever, I would I would still be in there. I'm a reporter slash blogger. Hey, it still counts as new. <laughs> okay. uh, but definitely, I mean, I, I agree with what, uh, Nicole saying that's that's sort of kind of a missed opportunity and Cameron you're right I mean he would always do like the camera and the spider web or whatever that could have easily been his his phone yeah uh, tying into all of that so um, so other than missed opportunities we were t- kind of talking about you know ways that this was different uh, they made a younger spider-man uh, it was definitely um, it's probably the most Ethnically diverse. Oh, I was thinking. So I was trying to find a good way to say it, and I think you you hit the most PC way of saying that. So, kind of build on that. What were you saying? It's it's, yeah, like they're all the characters. They're not all white. They're not all white. (laughs) Yeah, which uh, I mean, whenever uh, Tom Holland was cast to be Spider-Man, there was some disappointment on the internet because. The current Spider-Man is not white in the comics. It's Miles Morales, really? who's a me- you know Mexican, and so and when they're like, "Well, we're re- we're going to reboot Spider-Man again," you know, why not have a new Spider-Man? You know, mm-hmm. why does it have to be Peter Parker? Why not again? take a real stand? Yeah. So, yeah. But, but and then I guess the yeah we have Tom Holland, white Spider- Peter Parker, and then let's have the cast be you know diverse. So they heard the criticism and. Yeah. You know, didn't go so far as to make it not Peter Parker, but they at least made everybody. Well, else. they got the wrong British guy for the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, so they picked another British yeah. guy. Hopefully, get actually, I think him. Andrew Garfield looks great. I think every he was not the problem with those movies, but so let's just talk about what your typical Spider-Man characters are, uh, or comic book characters. Aunt May, the old white-haired woman, that was definitely not Marissa Tomei. They even made a joke about her being, you know, a you know hot middle-aged Italian woman. Uh, uh, what's the what's the jock guy's name? Is Flash? Flash, Flash Thompson. So Flash yeah. is always this, you know, tall, hero. Yeah. The the school is like a a, a sign, like it's a nerd school. Yeah. yeah. 
It's a yeah. magnet school problem. Yeah. I mean, I think that was, that's from, there's been stuff like when he was going to a magnet high school in some versions of Spider-Man before. Yeah, but the, the, but everybody was, there is smart. Yeah. And, but he was supposed to be not in a, you know, I mean, first off, this is supposed to be New York, yeah. right? So, right off the bat, there's just a lot of neighborhoods that are definitely not just all white. And right. definitely Peter Parker was probably not living in an all-white neighborhood. Yeah, so he, it would make more sense that he would go to a more ethnically diverse school. Well, I think it was it was, it was was not a school that's, like, your zone for Because, like, like... It was a magnet. Like, yeah, Liz lived in the suburbs and was going to a school in the city, you know. That, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That's where her Well, there was is. definitely a more focus on the academics. I mean, yeah. everybody was yeah. the decathlon, including Flash. Yeah, the bully was also yeah. on the decathlon. The cool people, the pretty girl, like, they're all on the decathlon team. Right. Which is... So, the girls, again, so you have Mary Jane, okay. the, the white, red-headed girl. Yeah. That was not really, I mean, the, spoiler, she might be at the end of this movie, but... but the kind of love interest. Uh, so, MJ. who was the left interest? Kim was Liz, her name? Liz. 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 See, the fact that you can't remember her name says a lot. Like, <laughs> Why? Because well, like she so, wasn't memorable. Like, no. But I mean, is she was she a another comic book character or somebody invented new? Um, Santa's saying no as he's drinking his beer. <laughs> uh, this who, giant beer. Who was the uh, female? Because she was a comic book character in the the second iteration of with Andrew Garfield. What so let's so, like so we've had now this is the the, the third Spider-Man movie or third different Spider-Man franchise. Spider-Man, in, yeah. Yeah, in the last seventeen years, I think two thousand one was the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, it was longer. Yeah, it was, was two thousand two thousand one. Oh no no no! Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Actually, no, it's two thousand two, and I know why. But go ahead. The Twin Towers. Yeah. 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 Uh, so in the in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, it was Tobey Maguire, Mary Jane Watson, older Aunt May. In the second Andrew Garfield one, it was Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy, Gwen Stacy. And, and a younger Aunt May. And then now we have the third one. We have you know still Peter Parker, uh, even younger Aunt May, and a love interest who nobody really knows because it, it, it's not somebody from the comics yeah uh liz was kind of because of the 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 twist at the end it, she's kind of a throwaway character now it was and, definitely yeah. a throwaway That's and, why and, then, and then you have and then they when they enter uh michelle the the the, the snarky uh you know, uh, Tomboy. Uh, Zendaya's character. Yeah. Uh, Are we supposed to know her? Because she has oh, one Oh, this is a great lead into my special guest segment because every special guest should get a segment on you this You do. Go podcast. for it with style. So who is Zendaya? I, um, we're going to do an Ask a Millennial segment <laughs> in which we ask the youngest person in the room who somebody or something is slash means and maybe because they have the best hopes of knowing what it is. What is Zendaya? Should we what? know them? Who? <laughs> yeah. who? No, what is, I'm saying, what is a Zendaya? I know as, who, but to me. As soon as I heard you start to move into this tie-in, I felt my heart drop because, no, despite the fact that I'm in my 20s, I do not know who Zendaya is. But I do know someone who does. Google her. And he's right next to me. Santa? Are you going to drop some knowledge on us? us she's, she's, she's Disney Channel, and that's the uh, uh, that's, that's all you need to know, right? Uh, like if, I don't she know has what, a show. Is she, like yeah. a multi- was she on there with Hannah Montana? Shake uh, yeah, it so up. Oh, please. That is ancient Disney Channel. She's that's like an that. actress, singer, dancer. She was on Shake It Up as Rocky Blue. But how does she already have just one name? She's that good. Wow. She's got 
That's just what they, they, they call her. I mean, she, I thought she was excellent in the film as playing this sort of kind of like, I don't give a fuck, you know, yeah. high school. You're the, the, the too cool for school kid, yeah. Which, I mean, if, you, if, if they're positioning her to be Mary Jane, or I guess in this case just MJ. Just MJ. Uh, which, which I, that's an interesting nod. Um, I think that, that was good because Mary Jane has always been like kind of, you know, I, I ain't got time for this shit kind of attitude, you know. Well, so. I think that you can tell in retrospect that she maybe had a crush on Peter. No, mm-hmm. She would show up yeah. everywhere he was despite the fact that she would be in detention, despite the fact that he didn't, or she didn't have detention. She would, you know. She just likes drawing people in crisis. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so definitely the Toby McGuire movies was all about him and MJ and, you know, saving her at the end of the movie in one way or the other, or, or just the awkwardness of getting with her, but, uh, and I don't, I, I kind of remember a little bit of the first Andrew Garfield one, and there definitely was that with Gwen Stacy, Gwen yeah. Stacy, but it really wasn't there for this movie, so, Nicole, did it bother you, or was it better, was it better or worse that... The, the love interest that has been following the Spider-Man movies in the last couple of iterations wasn't there. Or was it there that it was just... I, I, I missed it. I think that's kind of just a way to kind of make this a fresh new version of Spider-Man. This version of Spider-Man wasn't about trying to save someone. It was about him trying to be prove himself that he's a real superhero. It was more about his relationship with Tony Stark than anything else. So, you know, I... Which makes sense, because Tony Stark's dad would have... There was a weird relationship there. Yeah. Peter Parker didn't have a dad. Tony, you know, they pretty much directly state, like, the, you know, you know weird father-son dynamics going on between them, because they both have baggage there, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting take on it. I don't, yeah. I don't always like a romance or a romantic relationship being someone's driving force or driving motivation to become a better person or a better character or a better yeah. hero in this case. So for him, it's more about how can I prove to my role models that I'm working just as hard and just as strong and powerful as they are. So I didn't really miss it. Um, I, I liked Michelle Zendaya's character. Um, so... I think you hit on something really big because I mean that 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 really was the movie of him sort of like hey you had your shot kid but remember this is Tony Stark kind of saying this but remember you're still just a kid and these are you know the big boys up here with the Avengers when we got aliens from other worlds that were battling here this is not just some sort of fun you know trip when you were in this battle, you, you were actually in, in, in a battle with good guys who probably didn't really want to, you know, yeah. kill anybody. Go hang out with the churro lady. <laughs> right. And you need to sort of kind of, you know, work on your game. I don't want to immediately kind of throw you in on this. And it was really about him finding himself. And I thought it was definitely a good thing that they did a, a plot where finding yourself isn't necessarily, your motivation doesn't have to be, well, I got to get the girl. Yeah, uh, he's too young for that. He's he's fifteen. He's like, still building Legos with his friends. Like, he I think I think that is appropriate for him at age fifteen to just have a crush. Like I think Liz, we could probably define as not a love interest, but a crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, everyone has their first crush, and they may or may not act on it. Mm-hmm. But for him, there were bigger things that were more important. He he was he was into the girl, but not 
into her as much as when he's at her party and he yeah. sees this weird event happening across the city and his motivation is I gotta go take care of that not necessarily figure out how I build this relationship with this girl so. and, and in fact the only reason when he went to that party before all the, the that scene happened with the lights he only started to put on that suit I believe right after Flash started making fun of him yeah. So it he wasn't, wasn't about comic. impressing Liz in any way. Right, it was stupid, about yeah, non-comic knowing person question. Flash is just a general character in the Spider-Man. This is not the Flash, right? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. It's Thank Flash God. Thompson. The Flash right. is DC it's Comics. It's Flash Tyler. Thompson. That's his. That's his yeah. traditional name. I don't know what did they call it. I think so they it's just not the Flash. Flash. We're not going to yeah, see him Flash with his is, own thing. Flash is like, DC. That's the Superman, no, Batman so stuff. Definitely yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. In, in the originally, they, they they always called him Flash before because he was a football player and he was so fast. Um, so that's where he got his nickname. See, listeners, if you're not into comics. That's why I'm here to ask the stupid questions you have in your head, but you're afraid to say out loud. All of a sudden, we all you're feel welcome. a whole lot yeah. more smart. No, know? that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job. One thing I was going to say, like back on the diversity angle, is I like that uh, Flash was not like the one white dick, like because it's also saying <laughs> yeah. something like the the Indian kid with the rich dad, he can be the bully too. Yeah. You know, like he like. I think they're doing a lot of stuff where they're just breaking down assumptions about the roles that different people have to fit in. Yeah, but in the end, the, the hero is the white guy. Like, well, they could have they could have dodged that. <laughs> Ned did a lot. Baby yeah, steps. Yeah, they, yeah, they could have dodged that bullet if they had made what, is it Michael Morales or Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. If they had made that the new Spider-Man. They but, made his sidekick Spider-Man. Ned, Ned did a lot. The most frustrating. <laughs> I thought Ned was a great little addition yeah, to the character. Yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, he he was definitely even more awkward than uh, than Peter Parker, which maybe made him even more or He's made him likable. less nerdy. Yeah. Which I don't know if that necessarily was a good thing or not, but he he definitely made it very clear that look, hey, his best friend, like you said, Cameron, uh, wants to spend you know Saturday night putting together a Star Wars Lego Death Death Star. Oh, yeah. Uh, set. And he was game for that, except he had this other thing. You know? And even when he found out that uh, Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker was Spider-Man, the, the biggest thing that he wanted to do was, oh, can I be like, you know... Your inside man. Yeah, your inside man. The guy that's sitting on the computer. Yeah. And, and I will say, he was not prepared for that. I mean, at that <laughs> moment of time, he's in a row of all those computers, and he's bouncing back and forth. I'm like, dude, just... You know, clearly not an IT professional. Yeah, why couldn't he be used like just all of the computers on one side so he could just roll? I thought it would have been much more cooler had he just been like, "Oh, I gotta re reconfigure this whole computer lab where it's just a wall of monitors, not me just bouncing back." Well, but I mean, he's a kid too. You know, he he was good at (laughs) using the computers, but he wasn't like all of a sudden you know the Matrix up in there or something. And he wasn't, and he wasn't like quick on his feet. You know, it's like he got caught and he was watching porn. Right. That was his excuse. He couldn't yeah. come up with anything better so, to do on his computer than watch for porn. What was this show rated, or this movie rated? PG-13. Okay, so probably because of that. Because yeah. they mentioned the word porn. I don't know. Fantasy I mean, violence. That's pretty much the standard uh, rating that these movies yeah. get. As you get older, it's harder to figure out where that line is, yeah. that it becomes PG-13. I, so. I, they did a good job of not destroying New York City. And, and also not beating it into you that they're not doing it. 
because that, that's what happened in Batman or Superman. It was like, oh, we're destroying something, but oh, nobody lives in that area. Yeah, yeah okay. who cares about Coney Island? Because yeah, yeah. the whole point was that everybody was mad that they destroyed New York, New York City, City before. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so they kept it, like, he just landed on the beach. Nicole, did you add something? I have a trivia question. Ooh, oh, good. good. So we're ready for a trivia time segment. Nicole oh, is ready. Santa already screwed up one of my questions. Uh-oh. So <laughs> go ahead. All right, so Donald Glover's character in this movie, um, when they were researching the criminal's past, um, there was an alternate name on that little dossier that came up. Did any of you catch what it was and or know the significance of it? No. I'm going to say I was taking a pee break at this time. Uh, Cameron shaking his head down. Were you all taking a pee break at this time? I, I didn't. I might have. I, I took a pee break right before the ferry ride. Santa, did you catch it? I was not. But I, I didn't catch it in the movie, but I knew who he was playing because I researched all the stuff. Drop it, I want to say. Yeah, go for Drop it. Drop that it's knowledge. The Prowler. Yeah, yeah. Prowler. Oh. Pe- I remember that from the comics. He's apparently a, a villain in the Spider-Man universe. Um, and if you remember, he asked for grappling gear at that point. Which yeah, was, okay. That, that fits, yeah. And one thing I also noticed is that the Prowler, he mentioned his nephew... Who just so happens to be Miles Morales? Oh, oh. so, so they, they really for everybody who was cared, they were doing as much as they yeah. could to acknowledge it. Well, that could be saying like he'll show up later, yeah. or he'll replace. Or if this Tom Paul. Holland thing doesn't work out, they got a the, oh, there's Spider-Man locked in a loader. They got one with boy. I mean, think about an Avengers movie where the young Tom Holland tragically dies. Well, mm-hmm. Iron Man even mentioned that. If you die, it's on me. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, look at you with the hot <laughs> take. Hot take. Another hot it's take. Well, yeah. also from a business opinion. perspective, the thing, the one thing that Marvel hasn't figured out yet is like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Do? doesn't want to do these yeah. movies forever. He's getting older and he is too much of that franchise. Like, he is very synonymous with the Marvel franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think going forward, they want to make sure that they are positioning themselves so that the, the actors are replaceable. Somebody yeah. else can fill oh, no. that role and they can still make stories. Nobody else could be Iron Man. Well, that's the whole problem. So You're I, right. But will they continue in Iron Man or will they just say... Iron Man just died. Or, yeah, Iron Man just retires, moves on, but a, a character like the Iron Man uh, is carried over by, I don't know, Peter Quell from Guardians of the Galaxy or some yeah. other kind of smart-assy type of character. So. Yeah, they can have somebody else cracking wise. But I like that hot take. You've had two good, good hot takes, hot takes <laughs> on the comic movies. Hot takes. Uh, hot take the coat. The Bane gas with Wonder Woman and the potential Spider-Man death in the future movie. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make that bet. I think at some point Tom Holland's going to die and it's going to wreck Tony Stark so much. Not the actual actor. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Parker. That would be a dangerously hot team. Peter Peter Parker's going to die. It's going to be Iron Man's fault, and he's going to retire or die trying to save him. Is there something like that in the comics? Because, I mean, Peter Parker has at least fake died, right? There there have been so many... Reboots. Because, you know, Spider-Man's been around since the 60s, so constantly having to revamp, you know, and things. and, And... and in this movie, we kind of see the 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 Marvel input into into a, a Sony character, where you've seen a lot of like Easter egg stuff, a lot of nerd stuff. Like if you follow the comics, you kind of like oh, the, you know, the, like so his his 
costume that he wears that isn't the suit. It, uh, like at the end, the like, pajamas. The pajamas. Yeah. That, that, that. Uh, they that that's it's a homage to Scarlet Spider, uh, hmm. uh, which is that that was a costume he wore. Scarlet Spider is Ben Riley. Ben Riley is a clone of Peter Parker, and uh, who takes the name Ben Riley after finding out that he's not actually Peter Parker. Ben is Uncle Ben. Riley is Aunt May's maiden name. So, it's, wow. like, so it goes very deep. Yeah. Nicole yeah. mentioned one of, I'm, I don't even know who the Prowler is, but I'm, I'm guessing basically that's another Spider-Man villain. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Cameron, are you familiar with a lot of Spider-Man villains? I'm familiar with everything that was in the cartoons because I watched the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s so, religiously. So go through it. Name so as the, many Spider-Man villains that okay. you can go Spider-Man for. villains. The Lizard, Kingpin, was in the comic books, although he's more considered Captain America. Daredevil. Daredevil's bad guy, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Lizard, Kingpin, Shocker, Rhino, Vulture, um, the Kraven, Kraven uh, Mysterio. Ooh, uh, Mysterio. And the Prowler is definitely mentioned in the comic books. Um, the Vampire guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, I want to say Mortimer, but that's not right. Morbius. Morbius, yeah. yeah he wasn't was a villain. He wasn't a villain. Well, he was a he was a tragic character. character. Yeah, he yeah. he did bad things, and Spider Man had to help him. But uh, so Green Goblin. Oh yeah, Green and, Goblin and, and Hop Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. Doctor Octopus. Doctor Octopus. Yeah, Doc forgetting the big ones. Doc Ock was the one that I remember the most, but yeah. but. Mysterio is also another one that I really... To me, the Goblins wasn't that big until that Saturday morning cartoon. I remember Doc Ock, and I definitely remember Mysterio. They seem like, to me, I don't know, maybe I just missed this in my whole early Spider-Man watching. I don't remember a lot of the... I just found... I just found in the cartoon, I found once uh, Harry's dad dies and Harry becomes... The Green Goblin, I found him super annoying, and so I just stopped liking that car- that bad guy. But. James Franco's just annoying. They, they, they didn't touch in the in the cartoons. They didn't touch on uh, a lot of the back history of the uh, the Green Goblin, uh, Peter Parker dynamic. Uh, Green Goblin is the one that kills Gwen Stacy in the comics, so you don't see that. Yeah, in, you don't know that in, in yeah. the cartoon because Gwen Stacy isn't in the cartoon. Yeah, it's just yeah. Mary Jane. You know everything about like how the Green Goblin came to be, as far as what what's his dad's name? I forget the the name of that bad guy, but. Harry Osborne, that's the other one. Oh, Norman Osborne. Norman, Norman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you, you know about that, but yeah, he doesn't kill anybody important in the comic books. Or in the cartoon, I mean. So how did Michael Keaton do as a vulture? Was it just too easy because, hey, you're Birdman, you might as well, you know, you look good with that wings. That is such an odd and interesting parallel. It's like, he's got a real meta arc to his career right now, where he, like, is Batman, then does an uh, indie film, about like what it's like to be a somebody like Batman, hero. yeah. Uh, and then he goes back and does another big blockbuster film where he's parodying the parody of his original character <laughs> from Batman in the early '90s. But yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he was very convincing in that role. I, I was, I am a big Michael Keaton fan. I just think he's just an awesome actor. Yeah. I I, I feel like you know Batman. He was good, but he could have done so much more, and he was outbested by some really, really great performances of villains, Jack Nicholson as the Joker and Danny DeVito doing the Penguin. Uh, but so many other Michael Keaton movies I remember him doing were just 
amazingly yeah. fantastic. I just real deep character. I, I, even Beetlejuice, I thought was really good. Yeah. Uh, so Let's like we do a power ranking of Michael Keaton movies <laughs> real so quick. So there was there was a a I think it was much to do about nothing. Uh, it was a Shakespeare yeah. thing. Keanu Reeves was in it. Denzel Washington was in it. And he played the, I forget the name of the character, but he was like this drunk constable in, in, in uh, Much Ado About Nothing. And I can't remember what his name of his character was, but I thought he was just fantastic. And I also thought he, he blew it out of the water with the Birdman. I, I think that yeah. was just I mean, that an awesome performance. Yeah. I know he was awesome. He was nominated. Did he win it? I know the movie won Best Picture, but I don't know if he won. Well, best. he should have been if he, if he didn't. He was he was he great was in it. I I wish they gave him a bit more. But I like that uh, as the villain, it, that maybe the first villain ever to put two and two together that quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he, it, it, there was like circumstantial evidence presented, and he actually figured it out. It wasn't like oh, he's wearing glasses, can't be the same guy. <laughs> yeah. So. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's like you keep waiting and waiting and waiting for like the rest of the people to put it together, like the love interest. You just keep disappearing. I don't know where you go right. to. And like, are you serious? Come on, girl. Yeah, why like, wasn't Peter Parker with us on that elevator <laughs> in the Washington Monument? <laughs> hmm, yeah. But then I, I agree. It was good how finally he was the one to get it rolling and put it two and two together. Which makes sense because he's like an evil Batman. He's like right. smart. He found this alien tech, engineered a bunch of weapons out of it in a garage. Which I think that's a great... I think... Because whenever you think of my, Michael Keaton, I think of Batman. And mm -hmm. so it was kind of wonderful to see him play, like, obviously Batman, the superhero, and now a supervillain. Yeah. A, a so I think Batman that was kind really of. kind of fun. Probably it was really fun for him, I bet, to, like, be able to play two sides of it. But. Yeah. Late-breaking news. Oh, no. So uh, the opening weekend for Spider-Man, 117 uh, it's a solid performance, right? Yeah. Not as good as Wonder Woman. What was Wonder Woman's opening box office? More than that. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, so here's a question. What was Spider-Man 2, the one with the second Tobey Maguire movie? Because that was like the biggest box office of all time when it came no, out. No, Spider-Man. I thought Spider-Man 1 But was. then Spider-Man 2 beat it. No, no. Spider-Man so Spider 1 was the first ever to break $100 million. Right. In opening weekend, that's yeah. why Spider Man was was so huge. Yeah. Uh, so my 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 trivia question was kind of tied into that as well, but we don't have to go into that. Spider Man Two, we'll look it up here real quick. I but but I definitely remember Spider Man. So right now I'm looking at Spider Man, uh, which is uh, ranked number thirty three right now with 114 million. That was a that was May two thousand two. And as I scroll through it, I do not see Spider-Man 2 higher than it. I do hmm. see Spider-Man 3 higher than it. Emo oh, Spider-Man? Really? Wow. No, 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 not... Yeah, Spider-Man Spider 3. 3. Oh, the yeah. one with... Uh, Emo Spider-Man. Yeah, Topher yeah. Topher Grace. Topher Grace, yeah. Maybe because they were hoping it was going to be better than the other. Yeah, one. opening box office was good, and then word got out that it was terrible. But 117 is a decent showing, so mm -hmm. I would say it's actually more than decent. It is record-breaking, so... Good, good for them. So. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, favorite uh, moment in the movie? Oh, that's hard. I really, I did like um, when, uh, when, when you know they had that that car ride with Michael Keaton at the <laughs> towards prom. Like that was so tense. Homecoming. Homecoming. Uh, yeah, towards homecoming. Yeah. Wonder why they call it that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought thought that was really tense. I thought that was probably my favorite scene. I have to say. Um, and uh, trying to think, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give that my favorite scene for sure. Tyler, 
Um, I thought that the scene that kind of set this one apart from all the other Spider-Mans was when they're in the elevator shaft and he's like trying to save her name, what's her name, Liz, and like he's whole, you know, he's upside down and like his suit is telling him kiss her, like reenact it, which would have reenacted the famous mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst thing, and you could tell he's thinking about it, but then instead of you know pulling his thing down and like kissing her. The, the cord breaks and he falls. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like a, it's a nice, you know, this is still a kid. Like, yeah. he's that got was, stuff to figure out. That was also a Gwen Stacy reference because he shoots his web at her as she's falling down the shaft and catches her wrist and, you know, thereby saves her instead of catching her lower back and breaking her back, you know. Mm-hmm. Nicole? So, the, mood, the, the scene I like the most um, one of the things I liked was all like the funny moments that they slipped in there, um, and definitely the enhanced interrogation scene. Yeah, <laughs> just made me laugh. I was cracking up. I literally it. laughed out loud at that, which I don't yeah. normally do at movies. So. Oh, when he turned yeah. around the interrogation mode. Yeah. yeah, the, the deep voice. Yeah, and, uh, so the, it would sound like girl. Santa all yeah. of the time, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what insta-kill mode was also. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All the little moments with the with Karen and the AI were great. Um, this probably was the, uh, of all the Spider-Man movies, this is the funniest one. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it was, it was low on the, the, the wisecracking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you didn't see Tom Holland, Peter, you know, like, talk to the villains as much. Mm-hmm. In, in these, like, and Andrew Garfield, he went over the top with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, when I took a uh, pee break, I came back and there was a lot of weirdness going on. I asked Tyler, what, what, what's happening? He goes, well, they took off the training wheels off his suit. And I quickly figured out that, oh, I guess Tony Stark, who had made the Spider-Man suit, had rigged everything up so that it was a little bit easier for him to figure it out. They didn't, they didn't you know, get him up to level two or level mm-hmm. 10. And so he had all these great features of it and he was sort of kind of just figuring them out uh, so I thought that was really interesting. I thought the the uh, the save scene at the Washington Monument was also mm-hmm. good, um, just because I it made it a bit more grounded. That hey, he's not really up for this. He's he 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 can walk on walls. He can walk on ceilings. He's got the spider webs to do everything, but he's still like freaking afraid of heights and afraid of falling. And he's he's really still trying to figure out you know, having the confidence of being a Superman, or not Superman, superhero. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. So, but what about you, Santa? I'm not sure, but like... What was the scene you hated? Oh, I don't know about hated, I don't know. I, I, Disliked I, the most? I, I, I have to... Yeah, we only saw the movie like an hour ago, so I gotta yeah. like, di- yeah, digest it all. Like a, there wasn't a media... The, as far as the movie, the, the scene that, that I liked the most, or recall, you know, like, you know, who can hate a good... The like training montage scene, you know, like him, like in the trapped in this warehouse, and yes. and he's like learning the suit, and then and then he's talking to Karen, and he's like, "How long we've we been here?" And she's like, "37 minutes." He's like, yes, <laughs> I, I, that, was that was definitely one of my top ones too. Yeah, like, but know, also, that shows that, that, that he's a teenager. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He <laughs> would like he would be here forever. It's like, nah, we we've, we've only been at it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, chill out. Like, you know, you're still stuck. Mm-hmm. So figure it out. They did a good job doing some send ups of some tropes of other movies, like the the guy in the chair thing. 
I had actually never like consciously thought about that being a trope in these movies, but it absolutely is a trope in these movies. There's always like some guy with like a headset on looking at six monitors, talking into a walkie-talkie, telling the superhero like what to watch out for next, you know? They always, in some form or fashion, they, and they always that. have blueprints to every building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Man, they're so or good they can bringing track his phone all of a sudden without knowing his right. Apple phone password yeah. or whatever it was. I, I, I guess I would like, I'll show again that they're just teenagers. Like he's trying to figure out how to turn on the the headlight. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. That, was, that was great. Have you yeah. got? Have you got? Have, have, you know, Ben? Have you figured it out? No, ben. I'm pulling Ned, up the Ned, schematics of the the, <laughs> the car, the, 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 the double Tiati, or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a knob to the left of the steering wheel. Turn it clockwise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I finally figured it out. But that that was definitely a. Millennial moment where I mean they're in New York too, so I mean oh, yeah, exactly. the least likely fourteen-year-old to have operated a vehicle. Would have been a little more millennial if he had said, "Let me Google that real quick" instead of <laughs> "Let me pull up the manual." Yeah, yeah Which, for real. No, like, no, fifteen-year-old's gonna do that. <laughs> well, you Google the manual. manual. How to turn on <laughs> lights on XYZ model yeah. car. Uh. As far as things that I, I didn't think knocked it out of the park, uh, I thought the Staten Island Ferry was good, even though every year it's going to be like, there's no cars now on the Staten Island Ferry anymore. Hmm. The Washington Monument thing, yeah, it ended like several years ago. So old. But again, I felt like they they screwed up the, the final fight scene, which I think is always tough to do. I don't, they didn't screw it up, but they could have done it better. Oh, the, the whole thing with him and, uh, and the high up in the air was just kind of just not very believable. Also, there was nobody on the plane. I'm talking about the final scene. Yeah, why would Tony start having any security on the plane? A lot of the, the fights were, because it was, a lot of the fights happened at night, so they were, it was kind of covering up some of the technical aspects of seeing, seeing it, because you, you don't know what's going on. You could, they're fighting in the dark, mm-hmm. basically, so, and... Yes, but then they landed on Coney Island, and I saw that in the background, all the neon of the Ferris wheels and everything like that, and I just thought that would be a perfect place to sort of have that final battle, and they didn't do it. So yeah. that, that, that frustrated me just because I saw an opportunity there that, that maybe that was a, Maybe there was a callback to the end of the Warriors. They ended on Coney Island. There was no fight. It just kind of like, it was, it was them, not us. Wow. Speaking of movies, we need a retro podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, Warriors. I've not seen this movie. Oh, oh I just, I just you. ruined the movie. The wow. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. The Warriors is, it's a classic. So, And apparently, uh, my friend Jim was just there, and you can get more Warriors here than you can get uh, MTV Jersey Shore here at Coney Island. Well, yeah. that's good to know. Lots of, lots of Warrior shirts. So. Some things last longer than others. It had some moments. Uh, another favorite moment of mine was when he was just he confronted uh, the vulture and he got trapped in the building wreckage and he's asking for help and he's looking at himself in the reflection of the mirror and he realizes, look, the only person who's going to help me is myself, so I better get up. And if I need help from somebody, I shouldn't be here. That wasn't yeah. a little over the top cheesy for you. I, I was fine with a it. A little okay. bit. Uh, I mean, I guess we got to accept that it's a superhero movie. Yeah. Right? Uh, he, he, yeah. Showed, he showed a little more strength than I thought Spider-Man actually had. So, okay, yeah. here here's another, you know, non-comic book person stupid question. 
Does Spider-Man have superhero strength, or is or superhuman strength? Uh, or superhuman? Yeah, superhuman. Yeah, yes. that's, okay. he does, but but then like, what's the level of it? So yeah, we, you it's know, not supposed to be really, okay. yeah, yeah. He's so, supposed to be able to like lift a car. So we're we're supposed to believe that he has to have some kind of strength more than a fifteen-year-old skinny well, boy would. To he's supposed to be like spiders, off. right? So I mean, do spiders have that strength? Yes, okay. I mean like like ants and spiders. Like when Ned was asking him, like you know, can you summon mm-hmm. spiders? Can you do all these kind of tricks? Another or very good moment. I like. That and one. so one of the things that Spider-Man can do is he has strength like a spider in that he can lift more than a whole lot more than his no, body. But the ants with like okay. ten times. I don't yeah. know what spiders yeah. are. Yeah. So like in the in the cartoons at least, he could like lift like a small car. He could pick a small car up. So one moment that I also do remember, just because it's one of these little factoids that I always remember from the Tobey Maguire one, was in the Tobey Maguire movies they made it such that Spider-Man shot webs like for real, like he actually yeah. secreted whatever material out of his wrist to shoot spiders. Uh, and the reason, the reason why the director of writer said that he went that direction as opposed to the direction I think is in the comic books, which is he makes his own spider yeah. web, is. He didn't think that anybody would believe that a a high school kid would be able to figure out how to make spider lab. Right. And it seemed like the majority of all of his technology was probably provided to him uh, in this new iteration of Spider-Man by Tony Stark. And so that was a good way to explain it. Although they kept throwing in this whole him making web fluid 3.0, yeah, he, he was making his own web In the comics, like one of the things was like the his powers imbued him with the knowledge of how to make spider web stuff or something. Oh, or at least that was the cartoons, maybe. Okay. Yeah, like they he, they explained it by saying like he was a genius inventor, so he made the mechanism. But like as far as the chemistry, like he just gained the knowledge of how the spider web should work when he got bit. He was clearly, like, in the comic book, super smart. Yeah. And they definitely leveraged that in the Andrew Garfield ones, not so much the the Tony Maguire one ones. But, yes, I mean, that's the reason why his character was able to do all these things, because he was super smart. So, mm-hmm. even without and when Tony Stark took back the suit, he didn't take back the old school web slingers because that was something that uh, you Peter, know, Peter Parker made himself. Mm-hmm. So what do we think about Spider-Man 2? Right. Are we going to... So let me, let me start off with this one. And my favorite thing to do is ask one question and ask another question immediately after. <laughs> Are we going to see Spider-Man in another Marvel movie before we see him in Spider-Man 2? Uh, he, we will see him in Infinity War. Definitely. Yeah, he shot scenes and, you know, blurred out something. What is Infinity War? Infinity War is Avengers. Next movie. Is that the next movie? Three. That'd be Avengers three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's what we've sort of kind of been building to for in, the longest time. That's gotcha. coming out on May fourth, two thousand eighteen. Be with you. It's uh, it's May the fourth. Soon. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's building. Uh, which I mean, it's the ultimate culmination of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the, the Avengers, the first Avengers movie was culmination of Iron Man, Captain America, Thor movies, and then now this is everything coming together. All three phases into Infinity War, and even throwing in Spider-Man in there. So, so hot take, Nicole, is there going to be a Spider-Man 2? Oh, well, that that's not so much of a hot take. They said <laughs> Spider-Man will return. I'm sure there'll be a Spider-Man 2, as yeah. long as this is profitable enough. 
And so, we were we were trying to figure out on the way here um, that first end credit scene, um, which villain they were hinting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Like when when I saw that the, the end credit scene, I was like, okay, are they trying to set up the Sinister Six? Because and we can figure out who who that villain that. That guy Michael was. Mando, yeah, the yeah, who Hispanic he, guy. Yeah, who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Because he does, he mentions, I've got guys on the outside that really want to, you know, they want to kill Spider-Man. Right. You know, so he, he's already, he's got people, you know, like, so I don't know how much they're... But he kept it close to the chest. He goes, yeah. if, if I knew where Spider-Man left, he'd be dead by now yeah. and just kind of walked away. Well, yeah. That's but clearly the, there's some people that want a piece yeah, of Spider-Man. Yeah, there are people out there who, what's this? It, it, it's always kind of odd and weird. It's like when you have this, you know, universe of superheroes, you know, and it's like, why is Spider-Man the one you want to go after? Aren't there the Avengers? Aren't there, you know, like other heroes and stuff? But, yeah, they because they're scared they got to go after the little <laughs> high school kid. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're a little wimpy guys that have to go beat up on high school So they kids. mentioned that he um, had been convicted of murder. He had that scar on his face. He I was thought we had seen him earlier in the movie. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he was on the ferry boat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, on the ferry boat, the the, the suit uh, mentioned that his his rap sheet included homicide. So, and they wanted to make him look crazy. So maybe they could position him as Carnage. Although I don't think they'd introduce that unless no. they had already introduced Venom, yeah. which. The internet is... They're doing Venom next, so the yeah. Sony is. It seems like that would be potentially actually Spider-Man 2, if Tom, assuming Tom Holland's in that Venom movie. Maybe it'll be called Venom, but it'll be the next movie in the series. Yeah, it'll be the next movie in the series, but I don't think it's going to be Spider-Man. It'll be, it's, Venom's going to be its own standalone movie, apparently. Nicole, what are, what are the interwebs saying? The, the, internet, the interwebs are hinting that that guy at the end um, is Scorpion. He's okay. got a tattoo on his neck that... Mortal Kombat! Another villain that we yeah, just forget mentioned. Wait, wait, Scorpion's Scorpion, got a suit lizard? and he looks like a Scorpion. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. The suit's uh, green, right? That, that was a, a thing it I, is, I had know. with... Uh, terrible uh, it, it's an issue I have with, with all the comic book movies is when they, when they have a, a character or, uh, and that they kind of like use as a throwaway. Uh, the Shocker, that's a yeah. character from the comics, and they kind of is it? Him, yeah, they <laughs> they, they kind of like basically because uh, the guy that was like, oh, you're you know, I'm calling myself the Shocker, you know, and, yeah, Booking Woodbine, and he looked like because he was wearing you know he had yellow sleeves, yeah. and that's what the Shocker looked yeah, like. Yeah, they made him look like the yeah, comic and, and, and then they killed him right away, you know, and then. And then but you're, now you're the shocker. They, they even made it shocker one and shocker two. Yeah, so, so shocker two was booking woodbine. Yeah, so they yeah. kind of like you know it's like throwaway. It's like there's an Easter egg thing, and it's like they, they do this a lot with you know uh, minor characters. Sure. Which, uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's uh, like a an, I'm not, you know to nerds who know this kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. but you know casual moviegoers who don't know this kind of thing, they but they you know it's. It, it's just a, a, a pet peeve I have with combo movies in general. <laughs> Agreed. That there's too many Easter eggs or something? Not necessarily too many Easter eggs. Just like throwing away characters uh, that that yeah. are that are established in the comics and then and then just using them as you know. Well, it makes it harder for you to if you wanted to use them later. Yeah, later. Yeah, to, to, yeah. To yeah. you've already wasted them. You know, right. Like they, well, they fixed that by having a new guy be Shocker <laughs> in the very next minute. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Tyler, uh, 
rating on a scale of one to five. Hmm. You have the opportunity to have never rated another movie on the Guy Girl Santa podcast at Guy Girl Santa. And uh, so what do you think? On a scale of one to five, you have no relative comparison to other previous ratings, but go for it. What do you got? Um, do I have to do like an increment of 0. 0.5 or can no, I No, you, you, you can do, like, I think Cameron did a 3.2 one time. It's fine. Yeah, you know, I was going to do a 4.25. 4.25. Ooh, you took it to the 100th decimal place. Yeah, that's how passionately I I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was fun, and that's what superhero movies should be. Mm-hmm. I think that too often, especially, and I'm, this will give me a lot of flack with listeners, um, I think the Dark Knight series kind of made superhero movies so serious. Like and just Where's Rachel? Yeah, it's it's so dark and you forget the fun of it. Like you're going to be entertained and to have fun. This was really fun. Uh I thought the the actor who played Spider Man was great. Tom Holland. Um yeah. Uh, I thought he was wonderful. I thought, you know, the story was appropriate for him being a fifteen year old kid. Um I the the last fight scene was a little long for me. Um, but I didn't know if that was just me, but it sounds like for you all, it may have been the way, you know, the same way. Like for me, I kind of wanted him to like jump into those wing things at one point and just like start flying around and other dudes wing things. But <laughs> Santa, you have a, you have an opinion about the wing things? That's, that's the thing with these movies is like, they, they don't want to go too far into the, the comic book realms. Like, yeah. You know, it, it's it, it's tech. It's a guy in a suit. It's just technology. You know, it's not like, you know, it's it's already far fetched enough. A dude gets bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> you know, we don't need a, a like an actual vulture. You or know, somehow or, is managing to take this alien technology yeah. and for some odd reason not only make all these weapons right. deals <laughs> and other stuff figured out, but also make a flying suit. Yeah. So we didn't even get into yeah, the like, whole awkwardness of how he was able to in eight years figure out how to take. This alien technology. Yeah, he, had, he had a nerd with him. Yeah, he had he had an inside man, a guy in chair. Yeah. Guy in chair. Yeah. But yeah, just to wrap up my my rating, um, I thought that the villain story was a little weak. I thought they could have done more with that, especially considering Michael Keaton's a great actor. Uh, there definitely will be a Spider-Man two. I mean, come on, we haven't even get gotten into MJ slash the Zondaya like. <laughs> she's gotta like you know get her money's worth in this yeah. franchise and she will and this has yeah. obviously made a ton of money in its first weekend so I think there's a lot of room to grow with it and as Spider-Man grows I think his audience will Karen you wanna give your um, rating yeah I, I give this rating acknowledging that my previous ratings in, on some of our past podcasts may have been overly inflated so if I had him to go over again, I would, I would push it's, him down. It's been a couple of weeks, yeah. so you know. It's always yeah. tough to give ratings <laughs> right. at the beginning, right? And because I think it's, it's all yeah. got to be a relative comparison, right? So sometimes yeah. you got to throw it off. So. And I think it's hard because we haven't reviewed a ba- reviewed a bad movie that I could give like a one to to get some sort of baseline. But um, we had Transformers on the table. <laughs> well, but you know, nobody wants to see that. I suggested Transformers. I got to pick my battles with the whole baby on the way, but um, I'll give this a four point five because I think. Uh, all in all, it was a very fun movie. Like everything about the character, you know, the most important things are the characters, and you like the characters. Um, I agree with some of the minor criticisms we've all been talking about. And then, as far as like, what would it take to get a five? I think uh, you know, Captain America: Winter Soldier is one of the only ones that would get a f- would get a five for me because 
actually I enjoyed that less than I enjoyed Spider-Man but they actually brought it back to something real world that had some sort of relevance it would actually made a point beyond the superheroes are fighting uh, and so until we get another one where it's like oh wow that was actually thought provoking I'll probably give it in the high fours so I'm gonna go for a it, it wasn't better than Wonder Woman we go to relative comparison, but I'm going to say it was only maybe three-tenths less than Wonder Woman, so I can't really recall what I did with Wonder Woman. Let's say I, I gave uh, that film a 4.5. I'm going to go 4.2 then. If it was it was 4.2 on Wonder Woman, then I'll go 3.9. Uh, really solid. Thought it was... Out of all the Spider-Man movies I've seen... I, I feel like this is the one I'm going to go back and watch the most. Uh, I, I like the fact that they made it a younger Spider-Man. I, I thought they captured the, the heart of what Spider-Man is, which is a young kid just kind of just figuring it out. Um, I, I appreciate their attempt to make it more diverse. Uh, ethnically, with all the casting and characters, uh, it, it might seem a little awkward at first, but I mean, you got to start somewhere. And we live in a world now where, look, not everybody's white. Get used to it. This Everybody is, on the Avengers is still white, though. Yeah. Well, not not Incredible Hulk. He's yeah, green. he's green. So just <laughs> Vision's purple or whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> purple. Uh, Nicole, go for rating. Uh, uh my. I think I'm going to give it, like, a 3.8. Um, that still means it's a good movie. I think only great movies get four or above. And this was just a really good movie, in my opinion. Uh, not great. But Fair enough. Santa, you want to drop some knowledge on us with your rating? It's, it's a solid four. I mean, it's a, it, it was a, it was an enjoyable movie. I mean, I, I, I definitely laughed and had a good time with it. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it's a good movie. It's, yeah, it's worth seeing, and I'm out. I might see it again. Uh, I, it had great characters. Uh, the the villain was good. Uh, you know, in scene with you know, with the tie-ins good yeah. with uh, the good, Avengers uh, and Captain America. Yeah, there was a uh, loved oh, yeah, the I, PS. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was so there was two incredit sittings. One of we already talked about before the incredit. Uh, I mean, some some nerd knowledge here. At the when he was taking Peter to become a member of the Avengers, and they had the press conference set up. So, uh, Captain America Civil War happens. You know, every, you know the Avengers are split. Right. Uh, the heroes are now having to register and become, uh, like, let everybody know who they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a government, they have to be out in the open. They're a government entity. And in the comics, Spider-Man is the first superhero, the to unveil who he is at a press conference set up by Tony Stark because hmm. Tony oh. Stark gives Peter Parker a new suit, you know, helps him out a bunch, and so Peter Parker, as as you know, paying Tony Stark back, he you know he joins Iron Man's side of the Civil War and you know unveils that he's Peter Parker, he's Spider Man, uh, hmm. which is you know which didn't happen in this movie because he became yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, 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 it happened after Civil War. I mean, the, well, Civil movie, War had already happened at this. Point. Yeah, in this movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, but yeah, it was so, a tease. Like oh, it was supposed yeah, to happen. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. going out to, to. He's not going to be introducing Peter Parker, but he's introducing that he's Spider-Man, right? Right. And, right, and right, that, right. that he's also 
a member of the Avengers and, you know, uh, And on, hey, on Peter Parker could have done a Tony Stark and come out on his yeah. press conference and said, I yeah. am Spider-Man. But yeah, that's probably what they were hoping, you know, they were teasing that, but yeah. I don't, you know, who knows what, what would happen. Cause, so did, are, is uh, Tony Stark and, uh, what's her name? Penny? Pepper Potts. Pepper. Pepper Potts. Yeah, that was also kind of a funny did, thing. Did it's they... like seeing, seeing Gwen Apostro again. We haven't seen her since so, Iron Man 3. How much money is she making? Yeah, because like, she wasn't in uh, Civil War. She wasn't in uh, Avengers But she, she always pops up yeah. for like two minutes, and I wonder what her payday is. She gets the first credit on the Enough yeah. to cover her <laughs> mom blog. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she's probably making more money off the of goop. Well, I think <laughs> I think that's why they had her in this was there were jokes about how like oh why was because she wasn't in Avengers two and like and and they joked in that movie about oh where where are your ladies at mm-hmm. oh they're <laughs> off doing stuff yeah hanging out with Natalie Portman yeah yeah one of the Paltrow's out trying to get ladies to <laughs> jade eggs up their vaginas. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I have to say, the real winner of us watching Spider-Man was the reclining seats. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. Oh, oh. If, you, if your theater doesn't have automated reclining seats uh, you and reserved sitting, yeah. you need to get in on this. Uh, because Shout- it clearly made it most enjoyable. Shout out to Regal Cinemas for upgrading. At Green Hills. In Green Hills. In Green Hills National so Theater. It, it definitely... And I wish we were paid to say that. <laughs> we will talk That's... to them about being sponsored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, until next time, everybody. Uh, glad to have everybody here. And Mrs. Tyler is our special guest. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you next time.